Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. JF Stretford Paddock, this is the Paddock Podcast, as you may have guessed from the graphic behind us. And we've got a special guest today, haven't we? Fuck off. Hey, joining us <laughs> is Adam Patterson. I'm back. Hey. How are we doing? Good to see you, mate. It's been a while. Uh, we've also got Stephen Alson and Joe Smith. Hello. Um, make sure you get involved in the comments. It is live. Get involved in the chat. Hit that like button as well. Um, what have you all been up to? What have you been up to? I've been doing videos and What have you all been up stuff. to, Adam? Let's not talk about that one. <laughs> um, yes, say no more. Um, Great start. Yes, it's all been kicking <laughs> off, haven't it? Has it? Yeah. Go on then. Harry Kane. Oh, and all that. Bids and that. City making bids for players. Well, tell us what the story is then. Well, the story broke. Fabrizio Romano is, I'm, you know, I'm not saying we're best mates, but he is a pretty close personal friend of mine and Joe's. Oh, we, chap. Yeah, we did an interview him last week on the Tier 1 uh, Transfer Podcast. He tweeted earlier that, Man City, that's the club I was trying to think of, <laughs> have uh, put a bid in, have opened an, off, an opening offer, I think, of 100 million, plus potentially players as well. And that da- Daniel Levy is saying no, he's not into this. But it looks like sooner or later, this is going to happen, doesn't it? Not really? Yeah, thank you. We know he wants to leave. Yeah. He said he wants to leave yeah. publicly for two years. Yep. Uh, they haven't got that much money. Yep. 100 million is a lot of money, plus whoever else they put in, maybe like yeah. Bernardo Silva, someone like that. They could throw in maybe some decent... Jesus yeah. or so. 100%. Um, I think that that's going to get done at some point. The thing that I don't get, though, is... And hasn't City seen what everyone's been saying on Twitter? Hurricane shit now, because he's had two bad games at the Euro, so I don't know why they even want him, because <laughs> he's crap. We are going to get to that as well, about um, <laughs> about that. players at the Euros, <laughs> because there's a lot of that going around, isn't there? Players either playing out of their skin at the Euros... Yeah. Uh, especially Manchester United ones, or not being very good and everyone's saying, actually, maybe they're not worth all that money they f- we thought they were. I've got theory. Go on. Well, let's share it with us, Mr. Housen, please. What do you want? That theory? All right, okay. No, the other one that you can say. <clears throat> Chaos theory. I think a lot of the theory is down to freshness. Okay. Is this going to be a Febreze sponsor or something? <laughs> no, sir. This is and down you to... You are close to be fresh. All right. You tell me who you think's lighting up the Euros. Lighting up the Euros? Um, James? Dan James um, yeah, right. didn't play a lot. Next. Yeah. Um, and you tell me who's doing bad at the Euros? Harry Kane's obvious. The, the one who's doing badly is the most obvious one is Harry Kane because he's barely touched the ball. Played loads. Yeah. Um, it's a very reductionist sort of analysis, this, but it's quite broadly correct. Have you got any more examples to further your <laughs> Harry Kane's Harry Kane. That's one player. Yeah. Kevin, Therefore. Mason Mount, Kevin De Bruyne. Um... De Bruyne, oh yeah, De Bruyne was... And uh, Foden, all quite fresh. I know Mason Mount played, I think, 34 games, but didn't play every minute of all of those games. It was faded in and out of the mm. team at times. Yeah. The players that are doing it, largely, have had the opportunity to be rested. Hey, I tell you who's been good. Jordan Italy. Pickford. Jordan mm. Pickford. He was, he's been re- I, know, I don't think he's very good, play- you know, a great player. He's actually been really good in those first two games. Um, back to your point, there's obviously something in that. Humans can't just sprint around every three days for 14 months. Goggins disagrees. Well, yeah, but he's also 50 and an Instagram person who's not actually <laughs> a real person. Um, but I just, I do think, like, surely Harry Kane not touching the ball isn't just because he's a bit tired. Like, a lot of players in that England team have played a lot of games. Like, Bruno hasn't been that bad for Portugal, certainly in the first game. What's he doing? He's messing um, about. Nothing to do with us, is it? I, I mean, there are, I get where you're coming from with some of that because, like you say, Bruno was was all right in the first game. Second game, he wasn't great, was it? But, but all of Portugal was yeah. shit. In no, 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 game. I know, I know. We watched it, didn't we? Yeah. It's like Germany battered yeah. Portugal. 
I no think he's just an obvious scapegoat because he got subbed and people like to bash Bruno anyway, don't they? Yeah. Um, well, so what he did is they rested one of their best players when the game was out of sight. Yeah. That's not the same as we're trying to win this and we'll take off Bruno. They'd lost, so they gave up, so they put him in. Cool. My there. mic isn't working apparently. Oh right, yeah. Sorry. Um, so okay. the sound, yeah. I think uh, producer Cam is on that. Yeah, if you haven't got any sound issues, don't worry. Uh, the matter is being dealt with. It is, is at hand. Um, in terms of sort of freshness and fatigue and things like that, do you not think as well that sometimes it's just a simple thing of a better system or better players or you know because yeah, Harry totally. Kane, in, just to point out Harry Kane one, he's not had the best service, has he? No, no. I mean, Raheem Sterling's not exactly a, a, a striker's dream to play alongside because he's not really an out-and-out winger mm. who's going to try and whip balls into the box. Um, again, Phil Foden is a good player, but he's not exactly been putting him on a plate for Harry Kane. Not that you necessarily need that, but he's not had a lot of service. So you look at, say, Romelu Lukaku, for example, for Belgium, who's had a lot more service than Harry Kane has, and he's having a better mm. tournament. But you can say, is it not an element of that as well? Where do you stand on that, Patterson? I think Harry Kane, it's, I don't <coughs> like to read too much into international players' form and judge their entire character off that. Yeah, I think Wayne Rooney's the best example. Well, I've got a, no, well, Wayne no. Rooney's the best example for that one. Yeah. He scored one World Cup goal in his entire career or something like that. Would you say, based off that, Wayne Rooney's a bad footballer? I would, I would argue with that one, whenever that's brought up, that he went to two World Cups injured. Yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm not being that guy. But yeah, he, he wasn't 100%. Yeah. Neither is Harry Kane. And you look at when he was 18 in the Euros, if Phil Foden or... Mm. Saka had the sort of tournament now that Wayne Rooney had in 2004 they'd be going for like 250 million quid yeah. people would be absolutely oh, masturbating over them oh, he, he was he was unbelievable a force of nature yeah mm. and the only reason we didn't win that <laughs> tournament is because he got injured yeah. also, that's it then, to go back to this point sorry I know what you mean though about the World yeah, Cup yeah. are we not you? reading way too much into two games yeah yeah. Like, it does matter in all if this. we're going on the England thing like, we were here. talking yeah. about it on the watch on the other day on Twitch um, talking about like oh you know um, what's he called Calvin Phillips had a good game therefore he's our best centre in the field <laughs> and then he had a shit game because oh he's inconsistent Joe. that's what you know that's what he's like say your first day on the internet well no but it just annoys me everyone's like can't believe you've picked him can't believe you picked Calvin Phillips oh he's the best player on the pitch well, you've got to start him in the next game oh he was bad why has he started with two defensive midfielders because he was our best player last game it's typical but, but it's still a valid response you can play Calvin Phillips on his own like he does for Leeds how's that nah, for a fucking idea nah. but it's the thing though isn't it with like typical British press is that they always just get on the back of they never ever support anytime they can ever dig someone out they absolutely will do yeah. That's how it seems to be going. Gary never alluded to that, didn't he, in the Scotland game about the pressure on the England players and how the Scottish lads, even though they needed a point, there wasn't as much pressure. It was like a bit of a mm. sapping and it was like everyone with all the expectation was on was on England. There was all this hype about it. And also, me and you were talking about this on the watch long, Joe. If you're going to go back to that England, the Scotland game, which is where everyone's sort of commenting mm. England have, have messed up, Scotland aren't a bad team. They're not, like, that bad. Uh, no, they are. No, they're not, though. This they're is ranked the... 29th of 32 teams right. in a tournament. Yeah, but if you look at play of player... That's bad. It's like, right, they've got some good players, the Scottish team. People make them out, you go, they're ranked 29th out of 33 and all this. Like, they're not... Made them out like the part-time players. They're not... You've got, like, no, no, some decent not... players, but everyone's going on like they're all, you know, a bunch of hotel managers mm. and postmen. Like, no, they're not. They're still professional footballers. And Premier League standard a lot. Yeah, of them. most of them are playing in the top flight yeah. somewhere. So it's not but like the fact it was that a terrible team. They're having to shoehorn two left backs in and play Scott McTominay at centre half. No, we've got we're playing two we're of playing the right backs all over the fucking pitch. Two of the three centre halves aren't centre halves, yeah. and we didn't put a forward against them. It's criminal mismanagement. I mean, it was a bad performance by England. But my point is. It's not like the mutual exclusive. It was a bad performance against a terrible team. I actually looked at a Scottish team and thought, got some decent players there. That's mm. not a bad team. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. The other lad who's like, not not Jesus. Sh- you're talking about McGinn being decent. He's a decent player. Well, yeah, we sound Jay yeah. Adams. Oh, he's a decent Premier yeah. League player. This isn't Harry Kane and Jack Grealish. No, I'm not saying that. Someone I'm who's just won the that. fucking Champions League that. and, and won the Premier League. We're, we're making out like. These, this is a terrible... It's not a terrible Yeah, team. and also, look, like, when United were the best team in England and Man City were bouncing between the first and second division or the Premier League and the first division, we didn't just batter them every time we played them. No, when you add the local rivalry them, element to a game, some of that quality gap is closed anyway because of the pressure, because of the expectation, yeah. the fact that they're fighting as the sort of maligned underdog through history <laughs> of Britain, not just football-wise. There's a lot going into that game. 
And look at France, they were shit against Hungary. Look at Portugal, they were brilliant against Hungary, shocking against Germany. Germany versus France, people were acting like France had already won the tournament. So reactionary. They, they scored so one goal that was an own goal. They didn't even batter Germany. And then Germany got and batter Portugal. People were saying, oh, the Germans will be in the semi-final. Portugal might go out if they lose to France. It's a good point. With England, the bottom line is, you've just nil-nilled. People will forgive poorer performances, right? But you've just nil-nilled with some of the best attacking talent in the world. And not only that, you didn't allow your fullbacks. You were scared of Scotland. The mm-hmm. fullbacks didn't cross the halfway line. You played two defensive midfielders. The criticism that Southgate's getting at the moment, and bizarrely I'm seeing people trying to draw parallels to what's going on um, with Solskjaer because he was a bit shit he? with his subs. Yeah. I'm sorry. You please tell me when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer had these players all the equivalent of Rashford, Sancho, Calvert-Lewin, and fucking Jack Grealish on the bench. Yeah, I'll tell you when. Never. Yeah, and never. And tell me when, when Oli didn't say Mason Greenwood, or when Gareth Southgate got any team to second in any division. <laughs> Not even the top flight has he ever done it in the Championship, no, in League One, sat, anywhere. He, he just fuck all. Yeah. The comparison is just. Not you know, not feasible whatsoever. Let's have a look at some actual United players then, rather than yeah, just no. You mentioned England. one there, yeah, um, and this was doing the rounds after one game, after basically one pass um, for the France versus Germany game when Paul Pogba did mm. that pass with the outside of his right foot um, for what led to the. I think it was led, what led to the goal, and yeah. then there was this narrative sort of doing the rounds when it. Well, how come Pogba can do this for France and not for United? <laughs> Which is the most sort of reactionary mm. statement of one kick mm. I've ever seen because it's A it's like he's never played well for United which is obviously nonsense mm-hmm. and B it's like you're just judging this comment off one you know one pass he's done mm. um, he does play well for France he's also played that pass for United yeah exactly mm-hmm. it's just it's, it's a load of garbage but when you see things like that when you see it Patson Stabby what do you make of that when people like, when people ask you that question <laughs> or if you see that question why does Pogba play well for France and not for United what do you think of that do you think that's a fair question for starters Thing is, as well, in international football, it's like two games and then there's a big, big break. United, yeah. there's a lot more games, there's a lot more scope to have an off day. With France, it's like they're on it and they're on it. And as well, let's be real, Pogba just enjoys his time at France more. Yeah. It's, it's simple as that. You know, we can't yeah. criticise him for that. That's just the way he feels. It is sometimes frustrating when you do see it. But again, it's almost like this catch-22 argument of mm. he has scored those goals, that goal against West Ham away. If he scores that in a France shirt, everyone's going, why don't you do that for United? Yeah. You can list all the examples of it. I think it's just picking these moments also, and going... Also, you're talking about playing with maybe one or two world-class players for United yeah, exactly, yeah. and probably nine for France. Yeah, it's That's like saying, thing, yeah. why was Roy Keane never as good for Ireland as he was for United? It's yeah. like, great-looking question. United have got the best team yeah. in the world yeah. and Ireland haven't. Yeah. It's easy to play with yeah. other great players. Why didn't Ryan Giggs win the league with Wales? Yeah, exactly. And, and that, that thing as well of like, oh, uh, whenever, whenever a team wins the league... They have six of their players yeah. in Team of the Year. No matter what, no matter <laughs> if they're good enough. Jordan Henderson's winning trophies that he didn't deserve to win, mm. but Liverpool won the league. He's the captain. Mm. You're going to get some accolades. And it doesn't matter. It's trophies first, mm. and then we'll base our decisions on that. And France are the best team in the world, so no wonder yeah. it looks good. And I hate this new narrative that's developing with people trying to look cool by saying that Bruno and Pogba are just bad players. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, okay, let's do this game then. Let's put Matic in for Pogba. Right, yeah. and let's put let's bring Pereira back off loan and put him in the number ten. Yeah. I don't I don't think people remember how shit we are. We were sixth. We're shit. We're yeah, shit. We were. We've got we shit were so team. far shit. off top four, weren't we? Yeah. Remember the two that we lost to Burnley, and it was just give up. It was like, yeah. well, that's the top four done. And then Bruno came in, and like we didn't lose for that twenty nine. Pereira games was such a symptom of why we needed better players. Yeah. It was it was so. And, and it's the same with McTominay and Fred at the moment. I think they're fine squad players, but starting every week, no. how's it going? Not good enough. Mm. And it's the same with multiple different positions all over the pitch. And oh, fuck me, you actually get someone who's genuinely quality in a position and hmm, I wonder why we're playing better football. Yeah. Um, you, you've got a list there, haven't you, some of the players? Yeah, sorry, just football. before I get to that, Christian Shane, the super chat says, uh, Ollie likes the two pivot. Pogba doesn't fit that style. Sell him, Jesse, to partially fund uh, Canavinga and Lema. Is it Comrade Lima for um, Austrian Lime. guy? Yeah, yes. Uh, players, that is a. By the way, 
maybe he doesn't fit the system. Those two players are a massive downgrade on Paul right. Pogba. Okay. Who will fit better in well, the two they might, fit, they might fit the oh, better yeah. system, but I'm not going to disagree with that because they do play different positions. But you're getting rid of someone like Paul Pogba from the squad. You have to replace him with someone at least that quality proven. Do you think that Oli does prefer the pivot or he's forced to? Because when he came in, if you remember, it. he played the midfield three of Herrera, Pogba and Matic. And Matic at the time was fantastic. Good. He also played Phil Jones behind him and he was yeah. good. Like, I think people forget how good Matic was. He even scored against Huddersfield. He was sensational and then he sort of tailed yeah. off once his fitness went. Is that not Oli there going, yeah. right, I want a Matic quality player in that three months away he was top, but I want him for a season. I want an Indeedy. I want a Kante. I want someone good. And then he's been, his hand's been forced because Fred isn't a six. McTominay yeah. isn't a six. My what favorite, do you want? My favourite bit of that was he even scored against Huddersfield. Yeah. Like that is the Nobel <laughs> Prize of football. Hey, yeah. he even scored against Huddersfield and they've only considered two goals in the last decade. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I agree with you. We need different players in there. And, you know, we're, we're not going to get that with an aging Matic and, you know, although, go on, one, let's, one, let's have no, a talk well, about one, it because Fred's one, been good. One, friend, yeah, one player that's been spoken about a lot, especially after yesterday's result, because even though they lost to Italy, Wales have gone through to the knockout stages. Again, in the Euros, so well done to them. Yeah. Um, Dan James, who has done well this tournament. Mm -hmm. I read a stat earlier on, on the internet, so it must be true, that he's got more. He's created more chances than anyone else at the Euros. Eight chances, I believe. And that's actually more chances he's created uh, for United last season. Um, Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So it's a sort of like backhanded compliment there in a way. <laughs> but he's obviously having a good competition yeah. so far. There's no sort of... No, speedy, speedy winger and a counter-attacking team well, having a well good that, performance. No, that's a fair point then. So, you know, people are going already. We'll look at what Dan James is. Why can't he do that for United? Because we're now a team that looks to dominate the ball. Mm. Right. Look at Jesse Lingard at West Ham. Yeah. Great, like, same comparison. Jesse Lingard at United is forced to break down deep line defences, people sat on the edge of their own box, which yeah. is the most difficult thing to do as a creator in football. Yeah. Is... You've got eight men in front of you and another eight men from your team or five men from your team. You have to find those five and avoid those eight. That is really difficult. Yeah. Bruno struggles to do it, but he's one of the best in the world. Pogba struggles to do it. That, you know, Jesse Lingard can't do that, but what he can do is carry the ball in transition and find men when it's three on three or two on three. Dan James is the same. When he's sprinting down the line and you've got Ramsey, you've got uh, Kiefer Moore and you've got Bale up there with you, and they've got three defenders back. That's not too bad. But when everyone's sat back and you're trying to break him down, Dan James doesn't have the quality for that. Dan James would look great for mm. West Ham or you know a team like that who's counter-attacking. He doesn't quite have the quality to, uh, at United, but it's good that he's having a good tournament. Happy for him. Hopefully he can bring some of this quality the, to United. The thing is, he's difficult. not a tricky winger that's going to find space and create his own space. No. He runs into space. Yeah. There's a massive difference in the style of player that you are when you're doing that sort of thing. It's very, very difficult to be a winger that tries to work in a, against a low block. It's very, very easy to be a winger that can get in behind and, and exploit a very high line. Mm. The problem is, since United sort of transitioned not too long ago, we don't really see United come up against too many high lines. The Manchester City game is a great example. You saw Rashford shine in that one. Mm. Outside of that, those games aren't happening on a frequent basis for United. Mm. You know, you're not really seeing... I mean, he did all right against Sociedad. Outside of that, he's not really done anything in the United show this year. Whilst I agree that tactics is a factor with James and Lingard, do you not also believe that the mental aspect of the fact that playing for Manchester United might be a bit too out there for them? Say, yeah. say example, Jesse Lingard drops a very bad performance. At, mm. at, I don't know. He's trending on Twitter. At United. Yeah, United. Yeah. He's trending on Twitter. He's got pelters in his Instagram DMs. Mm -hmm. He's got pelters on Twitter. He's got them everywhere. Yeah. If he drops that for West Ham, yeah. Okay. Well, he said that. Jesse said that. Sorry, I didn't mean to no, interrupt you, then, Joe. But when we well, Macca spoke to him, didn't mean to though. I did actually because you, you did it and then you carried right, on. No, go on, go on so you, you go first. No, 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 go ahead. All I was going to say is, is all I was going to say is when we spoke to Jesse Lingard on uh, full, what was full time Devils. Yeah. Uh, when he spoke to Macca, he was going through a bit of patchy form should we say and he spoke about it and he spoke about he asked for a psychologist mm. he said to the club can I see a psychologist because yeah. I'm struggling and people what made me laugh was people it doesn't make me laugh it pisses me off but people going when, he, when you're playing alright like Dan James is doing alright people go oh, well, he's, had, he's well done for speaking up about mental health and rah, rah, rah. and when your form falls off a cliff people mm. go well stop making excuses yeah. 
Yeah. And it's like, you can't, you know what I mean? It's very you much a sort win. of sing when you're winning type. Yeah, thing. It's and it's, it's horrible because it's like, yeah. you know, anyone, no matter what job you're in, if you're struggling mentally, mm. it's going to affect your performance. I think it's across job. football. Like I've been doing a lot of work recently about mental health with players across the entire football pyramid. Yeah. And this is like something that's just not talked about. Yeah. And this isn't just a problem at grassroots. This is Premier League, yeah. you know. These are young people at the end of the day that are exposed to everything on social media. Having worked with more footballers and stuff now and being in communication with them with what we do here at Paddock and uh, on, on, over on Five, they see everything that we see. Yeah. If I see negative comments about footballer online, ten I bet that they've seen it. Yeah, and and how do you think that's going to affect them when yeah. they've, you know, they have family they feel, sending it to them too? Yeah. Have you seen this? That someone's going to piss out you. Or your mum texts you saying, oh, don't go on Twitter today, it's horrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you're trying to be nice. Yeah. you're like, you know, mum. My, yeah, my yeah. missus does that. People yeah. always do it though. Like, they always say, well, these footballers, they don't see this. Of course they do. They see the they, same memes. If something's got 4,000 likes, the odds are it's on their timeline because yeah. that's how the well, algorithm works. We said, don't we? When uh, Frank Lampard was getting sacked and you had all of the, the, the f- hilariously funny memes about Frank Lampard. Fat, with him, all the fat memes and that. Really, really fat ones, yeah. And we were sending them to Rio and he was he, he was, was like, well he kept guys. going, send me more, send me more, send me yeah. more. And I was like, please tell me that Frank Cena. He's like, oh, he loves them. And I was like, oh, that's but kind of spoiled my fun. Does he love them or is he putting on a brave face? Yeah. Because not everyone who receives that loves it. Some people think, just fuck off, but I can't say that. Like, I'm not saying mm. that Frank Lampard doesn't. Obviously, Rio knows him to do what he wants with it. But like, some people would see those memes and be like, I've just been sacked. I've just had my dream job taken away mm. from me. And now I've got my mates who are meant to be arm around the shoulder are sending me pictures of me being called fat when I'm not even <laughs> fat. <laughs> like, Frank Lampard isn't a fat no. man. Is he it must, it like, it's just Some people would like, go under with that. So I understand it. And it, it, like you said, you're only allowed to talk about mental health when you're in a good run of form. So, oh, it's just an excuse. We, we did, all struggle. We, we How did, can you be depressed with 200 grand a week? We did that with that interview. We held it back till, you remember when we played Spurs and City back to back? Yeah. When we, 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 Jose Mourinho came to Old Trafford and we won and we beat City at the Etihad. Yeah. We held it back. We had that for two months, but his form was pretty bad. And we waited until those good results and those good performances by Lingard and then put it out there because we knew, we spoke to uh, his people and we're like, I know what's going to happen if we put this mm. out here. There will be a backlash. And we have got quite a lot of super chats, so I'm going to try and get through a couple before we move on. Uh, Syrian Bala says, hope you lads are doing well. If Pogba does leave, I don't trust this board. Neither do we. Uh, the obvious options are Sal and Neves. They're great. But thoughts on the current flavour of the month, Locatelli. Very neat. Seen him play one game, look very good. Let's get him. <laughs> I agree. I agree uh, with that. I don't know. I hope. I mean, it doesn't look like United are interested in particularly. But I hope if he's good and we like him, we get him. We did ask Romano, didn't we? And he said there's no interest whatsoever there. <coughs> uh, Bryson, 1989. Uh, do you think a better centre back partnership will allow us to play McTominay or Fred next to Pogba? Players and coaches say McTee is class. Um, FX Nicky Butt. I feel that McTominay has got that sort of like he's got everything to, to his game and he's very reliable but I don't think he's that player that he want being right. number six okay here's the thing right go on you tell me when anyone connected with the football club um, has ever come out and gone him shit it never happens no mm. they'll always just say something supportive yeah mm. sometimes you don't expect them to come out and say things like they've said about Greenwood like he's the best finisher at the club he's you know, his future this that and the other but don't. This is why I say don't listen properly to what goes on in a press conference. It's all PR, everything. You know whether they're telling you the truth or not telling you the truth. It's PR. There's a reason why they go and say what they're saying. Jose Mourinho's the extreme example of how to PR press conferences. But all his PR in press conferences. Look at what he's come out and said again about Ashley Young and Lukaku and Sanchez. And Great then point. immediately sold yeah. them. Great. You know, it makes sense though. When people said, when he was saying about Sanchez, you know, always, oh, uh, you know, hope, you know, he's oh, hope he comes back. Yeah, yeah, people always he's not going to say he's crap. We don't want, we're glad to see mm. the back of him and then try and sell him to Inter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Inter he, he might just n- not get sold to Inter yeah. and he's still got him. Yeah, exactly. Like, time, like Phil <laughs> yeah, and then you're in mourning like that. Oh, right? yeah. You know that <laughs> stuff I said, that press comes about, you're not being very good. That was a laugh, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey. Um, also, Abhishek in the Super Chat says, we need a CDM. Um, I agree. Um, the Francie Brady says, Keane was extremely good for Ireland. I'm tired of Pogba. I don't care anymore if he's good, bad or not. I'm just tired of the BS. Mm. I think there's a lot of people um, that say that. Also on the CDM front, uh, side arms-ish says, do you think the decision... Sorry, for how do you spell... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's side 
A R M Z H. Oh, uh, fair so yeah, that, that's how yep, I just went with it. Right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, do you think the decision for the CDM depends on the centre back option we go for? Get the likes of Varane, and we go for Sol, Stroke, Neves. Else we get the destroyer. That's twice we've been asked about Neves and Sol. Your mate, who you love. I'm not really pumping it up or anything. Any opportunity I get, so it doesn't seem as though we're after a CDM, though, does it? That as a priority. Well, it says didn't you? it say that we've made a bid for Sol? No, I don't know. Not anywhere reliable, as far as I'm aware of. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, um, but for like the price I of, it was like, what? I think it was ITK underscore Marshallis mint. <laughs> um, <laughs> put it in the maybe pile. Yeah. Right? <laughs> when you look at, I mean, what we're now being quoted for Trippier, you just go, what? Oh, no, how's that happened? This was like an easy like transfer. Here it is, right? Pennies. If you're Atletico Madrid and I'm going, listen, yeah, I'm thinking about a backup right back. I'm thinking we bring Kieran Trippier back to, to England. You go, cool, 40 million. I go, cool, fuck off. Yeah. And then I ring up Wolves and get Neves for 35. Yeah. And I've improved can, my team. Yeah. Can, can someone correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, but I remember I read something. Aren't you a producer? Yeah. Get on the fucking mic then. Correct me in the comments <laughs> if I'm wrong. Sorry about I that. I where you were going with that. I'm actually well aware of that, you see. So, oh, right, you know, right. Can we not? Anyway, yes. can someone please correct me if I'm wrong, but I've seen something that said that uh, Kieran Trippier next season will be a non-EU player, and apparently they've exceeded <laughs> their quota of non-EU players, therefore they've got to get rid of one. And oh, why? How many non-EU players are they allowed No, this is what I mean. Correct me if I'm wrong. Hey, I've uh, seen it somewhere, but I, it was something what? about there's the, a certain quota of players that they have to do, like the whole British And you said thing. Brexit never got us up good. We might get a free Kieran Trippier, yeah. Jay. But they have to sell it. The yeah. That was worth Now we don't like your Brexit. In general, though. <laughs> Stand corrected, eh? In, in general, though, with the transfers, what worries me is how slow we're doing them. Tom Eaton's free. Why the hell haven't we even announced him yet? It's like Romano's update was like, Daddy's medical, and three weeks later, he's like, yeah, it's done. It's like, what the fuck are they doing? Mm-hmm. What the, this guy's free. Get him. If, um, if we've got to exchange money for it, how the fuck do we even do that? And then you've got you know, you've got someone who's a legitimate top class midfielder. You you can use the fact that he's not in the Spanish squad at the Euros to your advantage in negotiation. But let's be real, he's absolutely belting and he's a better midfielder than everyone bar Pogba in our midfield. Not difficult though. Simple. Yeah. Mm. But and so have we improved our start eleven? Yes. Well get the fucker then, because he's thirty five mil. Mm. And if you compare him and Neves for the cost of what Declan Rice would cost you, mm. pff, sound. Yeah. Stop dicking around getting backup right backs. This is what your academy's there for. Or pick up free transfers. If it's for a backup, he maybe plays one game a season, you can have a butner in there for a game a season. Can we not have hey. is it is everyone giving up with Either Ethan Led or Delo. I've not given up with Led. Led was sensational yeah. at MK Dons. Yeah. Sense- I know it's MK Dons, but it was only MK Dons. But he still did it. Mm-hmm. You can only play against what they put in front of you, and he danced around all of them. You mentioned there about dicking around, Steve. Is it true that your dick is in and around a bush? No. Nope. <laughs> well, it is because. The well, Euros- if for the purpose of the Manscaped read, it, it has to be. Otherwise. No, it looks like a newborn hamster. I completely hamster. forgot about Say this. Say anyway, <laughs> the Euros, Jay, is all about showing your pride for your squad. Well, what squad do you want more pride in than your chap and your two tea cakes? Yeah. You need some pride yeah. in that. And Very if you well want said. some pride, Manscaped is the way to get it. With Manscaped, you get, right, here's what you get. The freshest balls this side of the Mississippi. You get right, okay. a lovely bit of kit that's chargeable, waterproof. That's handy when you're yeah. in the shower and all. You that. get some Use it when you shower in the dark. Yeah, uh, you know I do. You do shower in the dark, don't you? Yeah. So you can scream and you think people won't hear you. Exactly. But noise still carries That's in the dark. That element of fear, especially if you're going to throw in a cheeky. Thing and the mind. great thing is, for the Euros, you can shave in your country's flag, assuming that your skin tone matches one of the colours on your flag. Because otherwise, the England flag, the Finland flag, the Sweden flag, the Norway flag, all look largely the same. Yeah. But. I've shaven the England flag into my nuts. Got a rash, you can do a Danish flag. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or if you, you know, I would if, say if, if you bleed. If I've got gangrene, I can do a Jamaica flag. Yeah, I would say if you're a bit inflamed. Jesus. <laughs> I would say if you're bleeding, you could do the England flag. But the problem is, because of the no nick technology with Manscaped, yes. you'll never be bleeding. Fantastic. It's fantastic. Right, Jay, t- t- tell me about your bollocks. Right. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> They're all right. If I could they be do, so bold. They, they do the job, you yeah. know what I mean? But maybe I do neglect them a little bit. Maybe I do yeah. need to take them a, look after them a little bit better because yeah. I think we can all do that, can't we? Yeah. We and can all do that. And if I'm going to do that, though, 
I want the sort of the top tier technology. I don't want a lawnmower 1.0. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you want uh, the lawnmower 3.0. It's the Harry Maguire of thank you. technology. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm not getting out of bed for anything less yeah. than a 3.0. Yeah. Bang on. Thank it's got you. a ceramic blade, which means it'll take the hair off. Yeah. Like that, but it won't right. take anything else with it. That's it won't take any skin. Blade. It won't yeah. even take that, that mole that you're worried about. It won't yeah. take any of that. That stays put. The yeah. hair pisses off. You've got the best nuts in the world. Good. And Manscaped have helped you. And all you have to do to get into Manscaped, to manscape your own vegetation. Yes. Use the code DEVILS20 at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. And it's not just waterproof, light-riddled lawnmower 3.0. They've also got the crop reviver. They've also got... It's the crop preserver. They've got both. All right, Thank you very much for wow. interrupting. <laughs> the crop, well, actually, hey. it proves my point. There's the crop reviver. There's a the crop preserver. So it preserves and revives. The preserver, one's you a, put it one's on One's a deodorant, one's a toner. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my my nuts look like your, your head. That is beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. That. Exactly. I could have nuts like my head. Yeah. I've no wrinkles. It. Made no. it. Just smooth you know and shiny like Christmas baubles. Smooth Tell and us shiny. about that code again it's devils 20 at checkout the link is in the description if you've been thinking about it if you've been watching these podcasts over the last few months thinking oh it's gonna be quite funny these manscaped reads yeah. i genuinely use only manscaped yeah. and i'll be honest i'm getting compliments <laughs> i'm getting some big I'll compliments you yeah you have yeah. you said what's that is that yeah. a naked mole rat <laughs> and i said no that's my chapel app isn't it when i get it out of the toilet <laughs> and i say thank you very much but yeah, I use Manscaped. We actually do use... It's not like it's just some, you know, ad read thing. Check it out. Link is in the description. Take the risk. Try it out. If you think, you know what? It's, it's, it's arguably the horniest summer on record, isn't it? Everyone's been locked up for 18 yeah. months. No one knows what to do. The last thing you want to do is meet someone you like, go back to theirs, get them back to yours, get it out, and it looks like the secret garden down there. That's yeah, not what you want. You can't be having that. Much. No, you want Seriously. it to. You want it to make the noise like a basketball court. If someone touches it, you want it to be. Sh- <laughs> That's what you want. Smooth. Yeah, like an NBA game down there. Again, use code Devils Twenty at checkout for twenty percent off and free shipping. Link in the description. Manscape.com. I love the fact that people have been joining the the chat and the video during that. <laughs> Andrew Bailey's gone. What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Listen. And if, even if you're like, man, not so pristine, well, just shut the fuck up and support yeah. the show by fucking yeah. clicking the link. How about that? Yeah. And also, if you think they're pristine now, they can get pristiner. Yes, it's in the chat there, so you can see it in the comment there in the chat. Yeah. Get involved at 20% off with that code, as Joe said. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the Euros. Yeah. Um, good to see as well, just quickly on the Wales front, mm-hmm. Dylan Levitt getting a run out. Yep. I got mean, a few minutes, didn't he, against yeah, Italy? Yeah, he's had a bit of a weird spell, and he went on loan to... Was it Croatia he went on loan today? Yeah, um, Cyprus won it. No, it's no, Croatia. It's Croatia. Oh. Um, so which is a very sort of random move. Um, he didn't play a lot either. No, he didn't. So it looked like, well, you've gone all the way to Croatia to not play a lot of football. How does that make sense? Came on yesterday, you know, obviously only a little bit of a cameo, but good for him to get that experience. And obviously been part of a, a team that is successful. Also, um, on the Dan James front, Chiellini praised Dan James, saying he's growing up at Manchester United. So, there you go. What do you think about that? Not bad praise. The, the yeah. thing is, as well, he's played one game for United. And in that game, I think he made 100 out of 106 passes or 103 passes, something like that. Yeah. Which is absolutely... Oh, Levin, bon- not James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, sorry. Get the, get for um, absolutely bonkers yeah. for any player, yeah. let alone someone doing it on a debut. And people go, it was against Astana. Well, he was still the only one who did it. And we also and lost what's, that what's game. he meant to do? Yeah, so it we wasn't also lost those that game. were like, just, it was 8-0 and they weren't even trying. No. It was a tricky game for a lot of youngsters mm. and he controlled yeah. that midfield. And the pitch looked like a builder's warehouse as yeah. well. Let's have yeah, it right. Yeah, it was like, horrible. Um, I, w- I wanted to ask you, Patterson, because you can be quite vociferous in your criticism uh, about certain players. Some players who are having good tournaments, one of which is Victor Lindelof. I think he got, was it, is it Star of the Match or whatever it's called? Twice. Twice. He's been, I mean, he's, he's been on fire. Star does that, of the Match. Does that... That's oh, proper, like, under-8s gymnastics thing to say. That, star of the Week. You're the Star of the Match. <laughs> Just say Man of the Match. It's fine. <laughs> star. <laughs> also, what if some, someone it's who's, like, 15, who's, who's playing his first game gets Star of the Match? Like, he ain't a star. Or some journeyman gets it. You're yeah, not a star. I mean, to be fair, at my lads under sevens, they give him the star of the week. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of them, isn't it? Should we do that in Euros? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. international. You get football. a little trophy, but you got to give that back at the end of the week. Yeah, you don't Victor, keep that. Yeah, you bring that to the next. Make match, sure you look right? after it. Don't lose it like yeah. last lad did. We had a nightmare. Um, <laughs> Victor Lindelof. Yeah, he's obviously been doing well. Would a great tournament 
by someone like a Lindelof or anyone else who you've been critical of alter your opinion of him whether they're good enough for Manchester United? No, I don't. Right. Critical of Lindelof? Yeah. This is news. No, I mean, that's a good answer, but can you expand on it slightly? <laughs> I've seen a little bit of the Sweden game and I've seen his highlights and right, I'll admit, he looked all right. <laughs> Well, broken wow. clock, right? Twice what an, a what day. What's an admittance that's was? <laughs> yeah. I'll admit. Wow. I saw a bit and he looked hey, all right. You know what? I'll admit it. But, but I did a wee but, outside but, once. But, like, that's but, not. A, you're meant to be admitting to murder here. Yeah. Right, okay. A season is a marathon, not a sprint, right? What's a knockout tournament? A sprint. Exactly. You can just have seven good games. Yeah. I want him to have 38, and I want him to have more than that for the other cup competitions. The, fact and the simple fact of the matter is is that Victor Lindelof is just not good enough to be a centre-half that will win Premier League titles at Manchester United. I if we go. ever want to get back to mm. anywhere remotely where we were 10 years ago, Lindelof, I'm sorry, just isn't good enough for it. But the worst defenders in Lindelof have won the Premier League well, in sir. the last 10 years. 100%, but mm. did they ever start that many games and was he yours? Like, Where's Morgan, for example? Yeah. Um, Leicester was a bit Otamendi. of a freak that season. Otamendi, Otamendi yeah. yeah. He was... Yeah. I, I would, I would say, say Joe Gomez good. is worse than Victor Lindelof. Yeah. All right, but did he also have like? Don't say Van Dyke. I'm not going to say it. But no, no but I know what you mean. With Lindelof, yeah. I get it. He's just—he's all right. Yeah. He's not overwhelmingly shit. He's yeah. not the Premier League best defender. He's just total bang average player that can't really pass in a United shirt for whatever reason. He can't really tackle. If I'm a if I'm a striker, if I'm a manager of a team that's playing against United, mm. I'd say to my striker, stick on Lindelof like glue, and he, he will not get anywhere near you. All so, you need to do is put an arm on him. Someone who's going to nail him, as we've seen, is the likes of Calvert Lewin. Yeah, someone who's an aerial threat. Harry Kane bullied him yeah. in the air, and Harry Kane in Duncan Ferguson. No, no. You know what he's I mean? just he's just simply not good enough. He could have a great tournament. But at the end of the day, once he comes back to United and he's playing week in, week out, we're going to see the same issues again. He's when got some genuinely Kane. top defending qualities. Genuinely. Mm. Uh, into the channel, sweeping. Yeah. Those sorts of things. When a Good ball's hair. played in, into the channel, yeah. he's very good at reading those situations. Mm. The lower that, and, and he, for that reason, for some reason, he's always looked good in Europe. He's looked good against some good teams like Juventus. I thought mm. he had a, a great game against when we played Juventus. So maybe he suits European football in that sense. When he's played against the likes of fucking Burton and Burnley, yeah. does he, he looks shocking. Does he, he remind you of Daley Blind a little bit in that regard? Like Daley Blind, Daley Blind was, was much better football. But he was better on the ball, but in terms of... Daley Blind used to get dominated in the air. Daley Blind wasn't quick enough in a one-on-one sprint. But when he went, you know, mm. I think in another think, team... I don't think he ever them. was exposed the way Lindelof's been Oh, yeah, Daley, mm. I, remember, I always remember when we played Everton at home under Van Gaal, when Daley Blind was a centre-half, and it was Lukaku, and Lukaku against just him, sprinted. and I was no. There was a no, bit where he, ball came over the top. He had the better him. Lindelof he kept gripping his, him. Yeah, Lindelof put his back. He put his hand on his back, and he spun him by about five yards. Blind, Blind, yeah. Blind. And I was like, "That's so intelligent." He knows he's looking at Lukaku, going, "I can't physically beat this guy." It's as simple as that. But I'm gonna, I'm just gonna use my brain and just yeah. out thinking. Yeah, really Lindelof good game him, panics. I was shitting it. Yeah, thinking Lukaku's gonna absolutely tater him. Yeah, and he had a fantastic. Yeah. But I'm not that I'm saying they're the exact same player, but I do think that. Daley Blind wasn't the best defender in the world when he was at United. No, he, he was. No, Lindelof can be very good like, on the if ball. If he was, well, he he's still some be absolute it. belting ball. Like I said, yeah. do you know what I mean? He, he, I'm not saying he's quite mm. up there with Daley Blind, but he, some mm. of the passages put through as well. There is a footballer. There. Slower European football might suit him. Yeah. But the simple fact of the matter is, is that that he plays a 38 game season in English Premier League football, which is fast football people coming at you and if he isn't suited for the majority of the games that we're going to play, why the hell is he one of our starting centre halves? I don't get it. Don't get it. Fair Don't enough. Um, what have you made of mentioned him earlier? Yeah. So Scott McTominay has been playing as, as a defender basically as part mm. of a back three, I think, for for Scotland. Obviously played against England. Made one mistake that he went Sterling got in. Other than that, he had a pretty solid game. It's, it's, it's a similar though, thing with Lindelof for me. Is he someone you can rely on next season? Just Scott the same McTominay? thing. It's the same. Does it matter? Well, no, it's the same thing, isn't right. it? He it, it makes the odd mistake for United, but looks all right most of the time. It's, it's just just the same situation yeah so I don't think that he's going to be any better or any worse next season than he was this season do you think not do you not think McTominay maybe I always think the difference between McTominay and Fred is that Fred's at his ceiling for me where McTominay mm. might yeah. have a bit more to go he's only 24 yeah and he has improved a lot over the last and few years and midfielders tend to improve 
in their mid twenties rather Massive than early twenties. Even the best midfielders, yeah. you know, you look, look at, at Bruno, yeah, Kevin De Bruyne, mate. You know, he was at his, his, his best at twenty eight, twenty nine. Whereas a lot of strikers hit their peak at twenty four, twenty five, and no. stay the same. Yeah. Whereas midfielders tend to get better up to the mid to late twenties. I was thinking this the other day. Someone cool. posted um, a clip from uh, a photo from Chelsea when they had Lukaku, Hazard, and De Bruyne all together. Mm. Oh yeah. And just like people are like Chelsea's at the manager every week. Why are they still like? successful club shit like that's why yeah because they have that as backup players yeah. all of them were backup players at Chelsea at the time mm. Pav Mazad he, he was a first choice player Lukaku and De Bruyne were youth players essentially for them mm. why are Chelsea successful all the time because they've got 48 players and they're all a bit good well it's like Jose said he didn't even like the likes of uh, De Bruyne and Salah moved on he said I haven't got two seasons here to wait for them to develop and become the player you know my job is my job at Chelsea was to win the title that year so I did that, and he did that season. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I move on these players, and yes, part of me thinks they're going to progress and they are going to get better, but I haven't got that patience, I haven't got that time. That's not what Chelsea are about, and they've never been about, have they, since the money came in? They're no. not like United, where we go, oh, Mason Greenwood, if we nurture him in the right way, by the time he's 22, he's going to be the best player in the world. It's, is he any good for us now? No, right, we'll just get rid of him, loan him out, mm-hmm. keep him for a bit, and then or, or just sell him to, you know... Wherever. I think we were spoiled as well because when we're nurturing talent, we're bringing him through in teams that are winning the, the title. And yeah. now the pressure is yeah. if Greenwood doesn't score, we're fucked and we're fifth. Yeah, there's, so there's no Mark Hughes alongside yeah. him or someone like that, is yeah. there? Our yeah. ivory tower's gone. Like now we're in this horrible situation of maybe looking at that Chelsea model and going, shit, we might need to do that. Because we're not in a position to nurture talent I for multiple years at a time because the simple fact is the expectation is we need to start getting some back to winning titles before yeah. Liverpool and City and Leicester might even come Chelsea. Up. Chelsea, yeah, they're on the back of the European Cup. Red Skunk, Saul is not a CDM though, but he can be. Yeah, you'd be he, happy with him now, yeah? He can, he can play yeah. that role. Because I've seen a lot but of comments. But here's the thing, um, you know, Perlo, would you have said, oh, you can play the base of a, a, a three? Yeah, but he had like it, Vidal and Marquisio and Pogba with him, didn't he, when he was at his best? Yeah, we not, don't have a Vidal. Frickly, didn't. No, but... Who, who did they play there? Wasn't Gattuso playing next to him? Um, not, not, not by the, the later. Who was, yeah, who was the midfield in 2006? Marquisio I mean, was there. They literally won a World Cup. Yeah. So it wasn't a shit team. No. But Joe, this, is, this isn't a... He's not Kante. You no. don't always need to have... Like, do people think that the only style of a six is is the destroyer Kante style? There's, there's probably four do or five different flavours of number six that you can be. Mm-hmm. Do you think we need a Kante or do you think we need a Carrick? I'd like to go with a Carrick. Because yeah. I think everyone's gone down the Kante route or are trying to go down the Kante route. And I'm, and I look at what Solskjaer's trying to do in terms of playing out. I'm not saying Kante can't play out. He obviously plays inside that do. But I I want that. I want someone that takes the ball from back there. You know. um, Seven Jones in the Super Chat says, what if we swap Paul for Raphael with some cash? Then use that to get a CDM like Saul. We could then play Donny in a more advanced role. I'm liking the fact he's using all the first names Raphael there. Raphael Varane, I presume. Oh, oh, like oh right. first name. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. I mean, I might be wrong there, but I'm um, presuming that's what it means. Yeah, Busquets. Busquets, not really a big nailer, was he? I think he's, it's harder to the, find uh, that player. He's the um, Spanish Jimmy Garner. So I think it's harder to get fans. those players. There's only like one or two ever at the same, like top end sort of people who can play Do that role and not pass it, you know, not get tackles in like that. Let me take you on a journey. Go on then. Manchester United went from Brian Robson to Roy Keane. Don't tell me what we can and can't do. Yeah, I'm not saying he doesn't exist. I'm saying I think there are Listen, more Manchester destroyers United knocking about than there are from Brian Robson to yeah. Roy Keane. Yeah. And at one point, they was at the club together. Mm. Brian Robson, Roy Keane, Manchester United. Yeah. Robson, <laughs> then Roy Keane. Mm. British transfer record, followed by a British transfer record. Don't tell me what you can and can't do. I'm not. I haven't said we can't do anything. I've said Brian it's Robson, hard to do yeah, one Joe, thing. Stop Preceded yeah, Roy Keane, who yeah. followed Brian Robson yeah. at Brian Manchester Robson's United. And would you say that was an room. unlikely sequence of players in terms of quality? What the two greatest midfielders in the history of association who've done well there succeeding each other? Right. One club. You could say it's difficult for teams to yeah. do that, considering no other team has ever done that. Don't tell me what we can and can't do. I haven't tried to say anything about Brian Robson. Yeah. Then, <laughs> after hey, we had Brian Robson, let me tell you something, we got 10 Michael years Carrick, out of Brian Robson. Then, Morgan Schneidlin. Don't tell me what is easy and what isn't, because this club has been shit for oh, 10 years. No, I'm talking about Morgan Schneidlin. I'm talking 
about Brian Robson. I know what you're talking about. For about 13 the, years. Yeah, and also, then we had Roy Keane. Let's not forget this, D. This was 30 years ago. It's hard to do Jay's this. Old, don't worry about that. It's hard to replicate this. What we had this. was, we had Brian Robson, yeah. right? right? I don't know if you know. Wait, was, sorry, who did we have? We had Brian Robson. Okay. Yeah, and he yeah, was yeah, yeah. probably the best midfielder in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had Roy Keane, <laughs> yeah. who was probably the best midfielder in the world. Right. I think we I, should do that again. I think I've heard you. Juho1999 says, bring back midfield and never want to see that again. <laughs> Anytime that that a midfield was, has so much energy on Morgan uh, Schneider, and I mean to be yeah. fair, Schweinsteiger, he was two players, Jay, yeah. for twenty-four years. Hit the like button. If best midfielder in the world, and yeah. we followed him up with, "This is wild." The best midfielder in the world. Yeah. To be fair, we were so lucky to get Keno as well because he went to Blackburn to sign, didn't he? So no one was no in one there. <laughs> no one there to sign it. How so of a fucking sliding doors moment? <laughs> went home, Fergie went yellow. <laughs> What's yeah, come down, I'll sign you. <laughs> what? Okay, I don't know what was at Ewood Park. <laughs> to be fair, though, they've only just got running water in Blackburn, so. Do you think the <laughs> fact that, or do you think it's coincidence that the Schmidfield <laughs> and Send McFred. The Ewood. Oh, hang on one second. Portmanteau names are both bad. <laughs> Marshall Nine here says, who do we have again? So, we had Brian Robson. No, he turned his mic off. We yeah, had Brian Robson. And switched to a camera and then we not have him on it. Yeah. Brian, we followed Brian, check this out. We followed Brian Robson. Yeah. Right. Roy Keane. Right. I don't think you grasp me what I'm saying here. I, well, I, I'll be honest, I wasn't born at the time, so I don't remember it. Two-syllable names, Robbo, Keno. Yeah. Yes. This Keen. Is it. It's meant to be. The classic two-syllable Keen. We've now struggled yeah, to, his mic back to up replace now. either of those players. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> Unfortunately. We should start that cycle again, where we find the best midfielder in the world. If, yes, if only it was that easy. Sign him on the yes, pitch. We should do that, I agree. Keep him yeah. for a decade, yeah. but, and then sign the best we midfielder did, in the world. We should be a serious football club again. We did think we were signing the best midfielder in the world, but we bought Paul Pogba. Yeah, that's that true. was what that was. Yeah. It was a record signing for a midfielder. That is true. It was a British transfer record. We thought we were getting. There's this King. sort of narrative shifted that we bought Paul Pogba to play alongside lots of other mint players, and we didn't buy them other mint players, so it's not his fault. Like I'm not saying it's his fault, but when we bought him, we d- yeah. did think we were getting the best midfielder on the planet, basically, yeah, who we... was going to get a bit better yeah. as well because he's quite young. Well, I, I problem, think we had though? a largely yeah. successful player that's yeah. been in a, un, a largely unsuccessful team. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a fair comment. Again, I think, the again people just get. They lose a man with Pogba. It's one way or the other. It's either he's the worst player, most overrated player ever, or he's the greatest player we've ever had. Jay, I got a question. Not really either How do you things. think Paul Pogba would have done yeah. alongside either of Brian Robson or Roy Keane, who, who followed on from what essentially was In preceded honesty, by Brian Robson? It would have been amazing. Yeah. But I think, that, I think if you put Scholes or someone into this current team now, he would have a bigger impact than, than Paul Pogba is by himself. Well, he yeah. would do. Yeah. He's probably one of the best players to ever fucking pull on a Yeah, but so. what I mean is, it's the quality of the players you've got rather than, like you said, you shouldn't the, always have to put the, someone the, better the with one thing, the world record fee. I, the, the one thing that Brian Robson's got over Keno is, Brian Robson at one point at Manchester United played in arguably the worst Manchester United team in the last 50 years. Mm. And he carried it. Like 88? Yeah. Did you ever and Yeah, have- when you've got your, like, your, like your Graham Hoggs and those types of players, Maldonagis and those types of players around you, you know, he carried it. He was like the best midfielder in the world, surrounded by Joss, keeping us in the top four. Yeah. It was like, I mean, I'm, despite the fact I'm old, I don't remember a lot of this, but yeah. I'm you know, told it. And you can see it when you look at like, the stats from the games. You think, what? We, we had him playing for us. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like Brian Robson just keeping us going and carrying us on his own. Ooh. Where Paul Pogba's in a, been in teams that are underperforming and he hasn't been able to do that. Now, just because you're not as good as Brian Robson doesn't mean you're not good. It just means it's you know that's the one thing that Brian Robson was able to do that perhaps Paul Pogba can't. Did you ever have to unlock Brian Robson? Did you ever have yeah. to change the system for Brian Robson? No, I Did think you have to Brian Robson. shut out hey. with Brian Robson to get the best out of Brian Robson? I think you just picked him. Yeah, yeah. Um, just putting some small Lloyd, shorts. Yeah. Lloyd James says, if Cavani got injured, who starts through the middle? Assuming Sancho comes in, would you put Greenwood there yes. or Martial, or is a new striker needed? Uh, Greenwood and then Martial. Yeah, in that order for me. Greenwood, Rashford, Martial. Then Ollie. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Ryan Davidson's got a good question. Do you think Robbo or Keane use Manscapes? No chance. If they've got no any sense, they didn't do. exist. Back I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, but what they exist now though. Yeah. Well, you said, did you th- do you think? Do you think, do you think Robbo so or Keane? Do you use? not? Did you? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I do if they've got any sense, they will. Think it's Roy Keane. Yeah. He gets fresh face for a bit. Yeah. Then descends into madness for a bit, mm. and That's I reckon really worrying for me that like, the fact that he does that. 
Like, why but then he goes all white beard, and like, his eyes and just go dark. And shave it all off. Mm. But remember, he did that with his head. Remember? Yeah. When he, he went, I'm going to shave my head when we lose. And then he had like that going on for a bit because all we that. didn't fucking lose. Him yeah. and Mika Richards are, are going to do a Manscaped advert soon, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, just going to whistling and shaving each other's bollocks. I think Michael Richards has done one of the best PR I'm attaching myself to this person moves in punditry but history. Roy Keane. And he works for Keane as well. Yeah, yeah. Because you've got... It's like a toddler trying to wrestle a Rottweiler. It was a mad idea. You've got got younger, more excitable, more up for a laugh Mika Richards. Then you've got old, curmudgeonly twat Roy Keane. But you see the soft side of him. You see the sort of, you know, lovable side of it. They're smashing it. Like Anton Deck, but... What I I was saying is, (laughs) I reckon... One of the greatest footballers When Roy Keane steps out all wazzed up, I reckon he manscapes. But then... When he descends into Father Christmas looking Roy yeah. Keane, no go area. Yeah, do you reckon that's yeah. like when he's like when he was at Villa, the Villa Roy Keane? Yeah. When it's, it's as it's descending into madness, when he turns up at the training ground, when his hair's a little bit frazzled Shifting. and he's just got that of white going on in his beard. Get out of his fucking way. Yeah, stay out of his way. <laughs> uh, on that on that note, we'll leave it there. Um Wally of the Week. Wally of the Week, well remembered. Um We'll go around the table. We'll start with you, Pat. So, who's your Wally of the Week? Uh, I don't know. Didn't think about this. I'm go on. Gonna... Who's, who's really done your heading this week, you uh, think? F- Fred. Fred. <laughs> Why? Why? Just because he plays football still. Wow. Fred Ooh. is Wally of the Week for playing football and playing well for Brazil. He's the Wally of the Week. <laughs> I got man of the match, didn't I? Yeah. But Fuck off. That, 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 doesn't, that doesn't matter to, to Patterson. I kind of respect Patterson, though. I've been known in the past to dig my heels in with a uh, Mine's Gareth Southgate. Go on. Why? For driving yeah. a Ferrari like it's a fucking Robin Reliant. Nah. Yeah. How do you get? How do you get a nil-nil draw with Scotland? How do you create less shit, de- shit defense and shit midfield? The shit midfield you can kind of agree with to a certain yeah. extent, but have some chances. Take a bit of fucking risk. Yeah. He definitely bangs with the lights on Jay. I don't mind. Yeah, better, yeah. better view. Yeah. Will you put an eye mask on before you do it. Uh, my my wally of the week, and I'm not just saying this because you're ESD, is. <laughs> Just all the overreaction to the Euro stuff, specifically this England-Scotland game. We needed a draw to go through. We got a draw. We went through. We didn't want to get, get embarrassed against an old rival in Scotland. We drew. Portugal lost to Germany. France drew. Spain can't get a win. It's not that easy to just win every game. I don't think it matters that much. Let's get through and see what happens. Lightly style. I get where you're coming from. I agree with that. What's yours? Uh, mine is Peter Walton. Just <laughs> <What? absolute. laughs> He's just like conning him. a living. Well, you don't like him though. You're just saying that to be he contrary. Is shit. Let's you real. don't like him. I He's like annoying. Him. No, you don't Let's like him. Let's go to Peter Walton. Name well, three it, things it that you like. That he said. Or it could I not like be a penalty. Right. I've seen them given, uh, but I think <laughs> in this situation, pause until the decision's been made. I think the referee's got this one right. Yeah. <laughs> and I like and then of, it's the opposite. Yeah. yeah. I like loads time. of things about Peter Walton. Name three. I like his milky voice. I like when I hear the word Walton, it makes me think of walnuts, and I like walnuts. And I like that people like that can still earn money. People <laughs> like that who are completely incompetent at the job they're being paid to do. Put them in government. Yeah. That's where you keep your incompetent fucking yes. idiots. On that, on that bombshell, Satire. Joe likes Peter Walton. I don't. Get involved in the comments. Let us know you do. Make sure you're checking out the uh, Manscaped there. I don't know why I'm putting over there because that's completely irrelevant to anyone who's watching. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The link's in the description. 20% off when you use the code DEVILS20. And? Yes. Free Make shipping. your balls look like Jay's head. Free shipping and you can yeah. have them, you know. Your balls might not be brown, but they'll be... They will be once you've manscaped yeah, them. they'll be. And that's our promise. Well well cropped. Um, what have we got? We'll be me and Joe back later on with Transfers Live. Hit yeah. the uh, subscribe button and the notifications bell to so get all the notifications. Uh, when are you... Part, not partying with your mate. When are you, is you and your video out with your mate? Probably, I you don't know. Video Where's Will? Is Will back there? I don't know. No. In the next hour or so, there should be one going up with Robbie Savage. Oh, Robbie Savage. Um, you big mate. Oh. <laughs> Rio and Robbie and Steve. Is that oh. the new show, is it? Football friends. Uh, mm. RSR. Um, yeah, we've got a watch along tomorrow night. <laughs> if you're interested in watching yes. um, the England watch along, um, I think, <laughs> although I don't think it's confirmed, it should be me, Joel, and Jolly and Lescott. Jolly and Lescott. Mm. Oh, wow, we just get all yeah. the city team that helps win the league here, eh? Gone off Rio. Hey, why don't you get Heroin and all? I'd get Mancini and everyone, eh? Yeah. Hey, listen. Get yourself United fans. You should be fucking Oi. ashamed of yourself, mate. Didn't say we were hey. fucking. Hey. Do you know what I mean? Jay, look My at me. God. Look. Eye contact. What? Didn't say we were fucking leaving here, did I? Right, good lad. <laughs> I'm proud of you. That's <laughs> the one. That's my boy. Here. Well done. <laughs> Check out Manscaped. <laughs> 
before these two shank each other for no reason. Oh. Right, that's all from us. See you in a bit. Sports Social Podcast Network.